please ground. I would do it every morning and maybe at night, if you've had a particularly challenging day or busy day, it doesn't have to be challenging ground at night so that you can bring it back down. It'll probably help you sleep better. And the second thing that we both of us do is we clear our own personal energy mm-hmm. and we clear the energy of a space. So yes. we ground and then we clear. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hello, it's so good to be back. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about what to do when life is an adventure. <laughs> Perfect. It often is. <laughs> life is always an adventure if you allow it. That's my if you allow it. My current adventure is puppy training. So you may hear some puppy yips in the background. We adopted a rescue a lab rescue who is eight weeks old and he loves to tell me all about it (laughs) with with his yips. Um, So you may hear some puppy noise in the background. Andrea also adopted a sweet pup. We didn't do this on purpose together. Uh, It just kind of happened. But yes, I can hear him and I don't know what mine is. (laughs) We're going to do a DNA, but he's a little tiny dude. He's four pounds and he's yipping away because I have stepped away from him for a moment. So (laughs) so we'll see what happens that's that's our adventure but you know it got us talking (laughs) because that's what we do (laughs) and thinking you know when we're met with these adventures Andrea and I were just chatting the other day on the phone about well what do you do to like stay in alignment or what do you do to kind of navigate the adventures because sometimes the adventures are really really great and sometimes they're more challenging, but what do you do to stay in alignment? So, oh, and I love the staying in alignment is so important to me. I mean, it's just, just I know it is one of my hallmarks. I teach a whole class on it. Yeah. And I agree, right? Like that, that cornerstone, that touch base, yeah. how, how do you come back to it? How do you come back to the foundations? And I think any good intuitive, any great medium, anyone in the intuitive arts in general needs to have that foundation that they can come back and touch to. Right. Yes. And it may seem so basic when we talk about it today, but it's in the the simpleness of it. Therein lies the power, right? It's getting yes. back to the basics, it, the basics and doing the routine and the, the building of your energy and meeting yourself where you're at right yes. in the present moment. And so I think for those of you who are professionals or have been doing this for a while, we're going to we're going to take it back to the beginning for you. And I want you to meet it where it's at for you in this moment, right? Because sometimes we go through these things and we forget to like relook at them because they seem so basic. And for those of you who are just beginning, this is the perfect spot for you. Yes. This is the this is where it's all begins. It doesn't matter if you're today. in the beginning, the middle or the end, you Mm-mm. will have everyone has a version of this in their toolbox. It'll look a little different for everyone, but these mm-hmm. are the three basic things that create your foundation, that create that cornerstone, that puts you that bring you back into alignment with whatever life is doing at the moment. And, and that's why Jessica and I are talking about it because it's important. And when we're saying it's a basic and foundational, that doesn't diminish it. It actually 
speaks to the importance of it. And it is something that you'll use your entire life over and over again Mm -hmm. to either keep you going or to, meaning you're going in a great direction and you're going to keep doing that, or you've had a challenge or something thrown at you and you need to get back on that track. Mm, Yeah. So the very first piece of this cornerstone practice is grounding. Mm-hmm. That's the very first piece. We we both Absolutely. agree on that. Yes. <laughs> so Andrea, can you tell us a little bit about what grounding is? What it is. is, right? What grounding is. Grounding is, you know, it's a way to stay in your body connected to the earth so that you are in present moment feeling hopefully all of your power, but at least some of it. Mm-hmm. So I just threw out words that may not make sense to some of you. So when you say in your body, you know, our energy can go, our energy expands. Well, I like to call it my, my soul going on a walkabout. Yeah. <laughs> it loves I to like wander. That. And I'm like, Oh wait, where are you? Come back. <laughs> Come back. We need to be right here so that we are present. We're feeling our energy contained within our body and our normal auric field. Right. Do you think that happens a lot when we're worried about something in the past or we're tied up with something in the future that we get our auric field gets wonky and we move out of the present moment. I do. So if we've got something big coming up in the future, I, I don't know. I always feel like that's when I get ungrounded, you know, when, mm. when all of a sudden something's in the future, but it's like unknown. Like I don't, I can't touch it. I don't really know what's, you know, what's happening yes. with it, but I come right out of <laughs> my body, like, whoop, and, and I'm now I'm focusing on something that isn't the present moment where where I need to be. Right. I don't know. I've just found that. No, I understand that. And, and, you know, you might say, these are all going to sound like negatives and I don't mean that, but you could say worry or stress or overwhelm, but it's also just powering up. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to speak for you, Jessica, because I already know this, but anyone who works in the spiritual arts is not going to go to work. I hope without being grounded. Oh, I hope you can't even do what you need you to can't. do if you're not grounded. No, I mean, you or if can't, you do it, it won't be as, as strong, the as full clear. potential it won't be strong. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's like meeting, it's, it's kind of the connection between heaven and, and earth, I guess mm-hmm. to, to say it simply. So the, what of the grounding is to keep your energy contained in a way that it becomes more powerful and useful to you. Focused, right? Focused. Mm-hmm. So you're not leaking it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're not leaking. I always joke about leaking. Like I'm leaking it. It's coming out of my ribs. Um, and the way that we, it always wants to leak out of my ribs. And the way that we do this is we anchor into mother earth energy. Yes. Lots of ways. And that's to why that. it's called grounding. You're anchoring into the ground. Because remember, uh-huh. you know, soul having a human experience. So being on this earth is a very important part of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we have to be of it. We have to be of the earth. And kids naturally want to ground. They do. We've got some great grounding. You know, people are like, great. I know why I need to ground, right? But how do I do it? Well, look at a kid. I mean, they'll fill their pockets with rocks and dirt and flowers mm-hmm. and grass. And mm-hmm. they'll run play around in the outside, mud. play in the mud, run around mm-hmm. outside barefoot, mm-hmm. um, running around, just running around. Right. They'll the exercise hugging a tree or climbing a tree or, you know, and that's all of those things are super grounding. They Um, are. So if your child is doing that or a child that, you know, is doing that, encourage that, Mm. or at least honor what they're doing and maybe, maybe explain to them, Hey, you know, this is a really good way to, to be in touch with nature. 
you know, and ground yourself and you're going to teach them something going forward so that they don't lose the habit Mm -hmm. as they, as they age. But for the rest of us who may know this or may not, you know, there are so many ways. Let's just start with the basic, simple ones and build from there. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about how it feels. I think Mm -hmm. once we've done that super easy, walk barefoot outside, preferably in the grass or the sand, not on concrete or asphalt, Mm -hmm. something Um, natural, natural mm -hmm. surface, natural surface, touching a tree, sitting against a tree. So trees, one of their functions is they actually take the lower energies from us and they transmute it. That's one of their gifts to us. So really touching a tree, talking to a tree, hugging a tree, climbing a tree, it really does ground you as woo woo as that sounds. It's a real thing that's been scientifically proven. (laughs) Isn't there like something called like forest bathing or tree bathing or something something like that? Yeah, right. That goes into the science of it. It calms your neurosystem, it calms your fight or flight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of the bathing, there's... um, it was it called sunlight? Is it, it's not sunbathing like on the beach, but there is where you go and you stand in the sunlight. Oh my gosh. I move my furniture around in the winter so I can sit in a window with sun mm-hmm. because it is grounding. And that's grounding. why animals, that's why you find them like a laser beam. They're all lined up. Our pets are in the mm-hmm. sun bathing in it because it's healing and it's grounding. And that speaks to seasonal affective disorder. It does. It's about the sun and the light. So, it, you know, if you're looking at it from that perspective, you know, what you need is that sun will ground you and we keep saying ground. There's Anchor. other ways too, but I want to, yeah, I want it, it anchors you. It puts the power of who you are or the energy frequency of who you are in one place within your body mm, in yeah. a stronger way. That's what really, what we're saying, I think, Jessica, would yeah. you, so that your soul's not on walkabout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that comes back. I mean, there's a million other ways you can do it. You know, you'll, you'll see grounding meditations out there. You'll see how to work with crystals to ground. I mean, there's so many other ways, music exercise, exercise, going for a walk. Brilliant. All of those things, walk in nature, taking care of your flowers. I think the easiest, if you don't know what to do, just get outside in a park or even have a plant in your house. Like mm-hmm. even having a plant in your house and sitting next to your plant, hanging out next to your plant can be very grounding as well. Yes, no, it's you true. Know. And then if, if all of those things, I'm thinking of all of my clients that live in high rises and they're in the city and they're going, what are you talking about? And I can't go outside. So whether you can get out or you're in a place where you can't, uh, just another quick way for grounding, even if you're inside is to put your feet on the floor, take a minute. You can do, if you're a yoga person, you can do mountain pose, very grounding. That's where you just stand straight with your hands down next to you, but palms facing up and then pull the energy from the earth up through your body. Uh, Another way, feet on the floor, sitting, standing, I don't care. Feel the energy just kind of of your body, right? Just reaching down through your feet, almost going into mother earth. And what does it look like for you in there? That's kind of fun to do, but feel the, um, it's almost like you get anchored or held up more supported when you let your energy from your body go out through your feet down into the earth. And if you want to get really fancy about it, pull that energy back up and fill your whole body with it. This Ooh, is I always a, to give it like roots. Yes. 
Yeah. I think I see that, for light, me, it's like I can, very yeah. Good. Yeah. Like, cause I send my energy down through the roots and then I yes. drink the energy back up like a yes. plant. <laughs> you know? uh, 100%. And you can do that. You can do that anywhere. Home. You can do that. Like you can, in you were about to say, I stopped myself. <laughs> I stopped myself from that example. <laughs> I hide when I go out and I need to ground. I like, I'm like, all right, let's find a space where someone will leave me alone. I'm going to go to the bathroom and lock myself in a stall. Yeah. Or even ground. if you're standing in line or walking around, I mean, you can just take a second and feel that earth under your feet and just intentionally connect with it. So, but then, so grounding is the first step that we do. And I think Absolutely. you have to be grounded for the rest of what we're about to talk about to really be effective. I, agree. I, I feel so in order for this, the, the, the other two elements that we're going to talk about today, you have to be grounded. So if you only do one thing ground. Yes. And I'm just going to say one yes thing. to that, please. Yeah. If it's the only thing you do, please ground. I would do it every morning and maybe at night, if you've had a particularly challenging day or busy day, it doesn't have to be challenging ground at night so that you can bring it back down. It'll probably help you sleep better. And the second thing that we both of us do is we clear our own personal energy mm-hmm. and we clear the energy of the space. So yes. we ground and then we clear. So, and that looks different for each of us. And I think that's going to look different for everyone. But the idea of clearing energy is that you're like kind of letting go of all the junk, all the baggage you've collected as you've moved through space, your day, right? Your month, your year, <laughs> and you're, you're releasing that and you're, you're clearing it off so that your energy it's like taking a shower, right? So that you're it all is. cleaned up again. It right? is. And there, there are different levels of cleaning. I mean, I'll do a daily quick clearing. And if I'm working with clients, like you best believe I have a very serious grounding and clearing process that I go through. Right. I clear very differently Mm -hmm. in my work than I do on my daily, but for my daily, just for myself, it's like a a rinse off, right? Like, yes, it's easy. It's quick. It it doesn't have to be time consuming, but when I'm working, you can better believe I'm doing a lot more clearing before and after we have to, I mean, that's, it's only responsible. So can we talk about that? Why though? (laughs) Yeah. Clearing. Yeah. I think think it's really important because it's like, everyone's like, all right, I'm going to clear my energy and it'll help me feel better. But like, why, why do we not feel good in the first place when our energy is all junked up and why, why do practitioners clear their energy so extensively before and after they work? Because I think it's really important. So for me, before I work, I don't want to bring anything in with me. I want to be a clean slate Mm -hmm. because I don't want my filter to get all clogged up. And I misinterpret information from spirit because I'm carrying my energy of my day in. I want to let that go and step back so that you can step forward for my client. Right Mm -hmm. now, I would agree. I would see as I am looking for, for me, it's a non-negotiable responsible act. And I, I know Jessica, you agree with that. Also, it's the way that I would say yes to being as clear or pure as a channel as I can in that moment of service. So it's about me to clear so that it's not about me. Right. So you can be fully present with them Mm -hmm. and make it about them. Yes. And that's also why, because I'm clairsentient and I'm an empath, it's also why I clear extensively when I'm done working, because a lot of times, especially with my mediumship clients, I will physically feel cause of death and I need to get rid of that. I need to clear that out of my energy system. So I'm not carrying that around. So you can tell that clearing is really a pivotal piece when you're a practitioner, but that can also really, I mean, that can really affect you as just the everyday intuitive. Like, yes, because if you, you know, standing next to someone and 
and you, you know, weren't grounded and all of a sudden you've picked energy up, right? Or go into a space, you know, that has funky stuff. I just think there's, you know, we're, we're talking about practitioners and intuitives. And I think there's, you know, the whole group of people who don't realize they'll say, well, I'm neither of those, but yet it's still important that you are cleared because you are an energy system. An energy being. Mm -hmm. So therefore Mm -hmm. everyone, everyone needs to clear some more than others. Some, I think are naturally good clearers. They don't even realize it. And some are more sensitive. So Mm -hmm. any little bit of of extra leftover junk can affect them Mm -hmm. in a bigger way. So, so let's talk about like how it may feel if you're not cleared, right? Because that makes people say, so, you know, you could feel a little sluggish, tired, drained, um, drained. There could be almost like, you know, if you had mixed signals or, or, I think about cross firing in your brain, you know, because is it, you know, you have a thought, which is an energetic form at the same time that you're holding other energetic forms in your body that aren't necessarily yours or helpful for you. And in the crisscross and it, you could just kind of get confused. It's almost like a, for me, I feel foggy. Like I can't yes. quite get a clear take on things. Yeah. Foggy is you know? an easier word than the way that I just explained it you know, sometimes you feel heavy. It could feel heavy if you're not cleared, just like you're carrying somebody else's bags. Right. So how do you know when you're cleared then? How do you feel when you're cleared? For me, I feel lighter. Mm -hmm. I feel lighter. I feel more vibrant, more. I like the more vibrant. I feel stronger. And again, also more present, similar to grounding. If I've cleared, I feel stronger and more present and ready to do my day, whatever that is. Yeah, definitely. They go really hand in hand. If you're grounding, you might as well just hang out for a few more seconds. Clear and clear, (laughs) clear your energy system, clear your chakras, clear your space because where you're at holds an energy as well. Right. Yeah. And if there's been an argument or an illness, an illness or or people visiting you, people visiting or whatever, clearing your space can be a game changer, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can clear yourself, but if your space is all gunked up, you're really working against, you're working against it, right? I cleared my little puppy who does not have a name yet. Mm -hmm. When I cleared me, like I literally put him on me and did this big clearing because he's coming. He's been here 24 hours. He's coming from a lot in the past few weeks. So that needs to be cleared for him as well. Yeah. You can clear your pets too. They, mm-hmm. they usually do pretty well on their own, but you can, like, he's been through yeah. a lot, like kind of settle the lot. chaos down. So ways that I would clear myself and they kind of overfold sometimes, like I can also apply it to my space, right? It's yeah. just intention. Okay. So I like to work with Archangel Michael to yes. clear my energy, right? His blue energy, his blue flame. I like imagining that kind of swirling around me. And I also like to invite him in to clear my space. I think mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm tired and handing it over to an archangel is just easier. I, I, you know, I do it myself. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I also will work with Michael and I also like to invite in Archangel Jophiel. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love her. Archangel Jophiel. Yeah. I, was saying, I just stepped, I just went blah. My tongue went blah. <laughs> um, because when I'm finished, because she brings in that beautiful, loving energy and I yeah. use my space with it, but I always say I'm shortcutting. And when I call archangels, but it's not a shortcut. It's, it's just a, a another way, you know, it's, it's easy. And it, it's 
done for you. So you can't, you, you can't mess it up. Right. You know? I yeah. Mean, really. And sometimes I just, I mean, I do like the act of clearing for myself, right? I love yes. that ritual that comes with it, but I don't always have time for that. So yeah. sometimes I hand it off and say, Hey, thanks y'all. Sometimes it's so stuck. You have to, I do both of them. Mm -hmm. So another way I clear, so we move a lot. So I find it very helpful to clear the space when we move into a space, but I also find it helpful to clear my energy out of a space when I, when I leave, because I don't want to leave anything behind. So I love to open my windows. Mm -hmm. You'll see that usually year round at some point during the day, my windows are open and that is an energy clearing technique to get the air moving and the energy moving out and flowing out. If things are really bogged down, I'll put out a bowl of salt water or I will put a salt spray in the air or put a bowl of salt water and let it absorb the energy with my windows open. So I do both. I never just do one or the other because I feel if I do the salt spray and it starts moving that energy out, it needs to go out. Out. You know, open I need a, to have window. a window, open a window, crack, open a door, let it go out. Um, that's really key. You don't want to just chase it around. When you dump your salt water, mm-hmm. what do you do? I, we have sand here um, because we live by the ocean. Okay. So I dump my I dump my salt water back in into the sand of the in into the mm-hmm. earth. And I always suggest um, to people that they can is to is to dump the water outside and mm-hmm. you know with a thank you into the earth. Yep. Um, yep. If you're someplace where you can't do that and it has to go down the drain, again the high rise, I uh, still would give a thank you and a and a returning to the earth in your mind. Yeah, and then just mm-hmm. run the faucet after. Yep. Rinse it down. So it rinses down. I think clearing a lot of times happens too when I'm grounding. Yes. Like mother earth helps me to clear the earth, that grounding energy. So that 100% is a way that I do. If I'm taking my energy down into the earth, I'm also taking a moment to wash down, right? What needs to be cleared and to offer that to her. The earth, mother earth is a master at transmuting energy. There is yeah. nothing she cannot handle. And you give it to her and it's taken care of mm-hmm. and you don't have to be concerned about any impact you would have on the earth in that. And I would say that also for Archangel Michael, mm-hmm. a master, I agree. master, I agree. A master at that. That's their specialty crystals. Uh, I use crystals. selenite um, yes. a lot to clear, to clear my energy when I can't, when I'm on the go. Um, mm-hmm. there's always a piece of selenite in my purse. Really? And sometimes it's, yeah, there is. <laughs> Cause they and flake easily. That's why I'm they, laughing. I'm like, yeah, I drop it in the little coin part of the purse yeah. and I just zip it up. And that's <laughs> the only thing that lives in there. And so I use the piece of selenite to, to clear. And sometimes it's as easy as just holding it in my hand, mm-hmm. but other times, like I'll feel where the energy is all kind of funky and I'll just rub the selenite on that spot. I and meditated the other day with a selenite on my heart. Right. To get it all clear. Right. And I don't <laughs> normally do that. I, I, my way of grinding and clearing, I'm very active in the process. So it's not even usual for me to grab that selenite and do it. But I looked and I was like, no, it's a selenite day. I just, and I wanted it. Like, so I thought nurturing. I wanted it on my solar plexus, mm-hmm. but I didn't like, I moved it up, you know, yeah. and it, it, it was nice. <laughs> I just say yeah. quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, as we chat grounding, it can be like two seconds of standing outside barefoot with a piece of selenite in your hand, but damn, you're right. You're grounded. You're grounded. It could be, you know, because really what it is, it's the intention. It is. It does not have to be 8,000 years. The intention. And this is self care, Mm. not only for you, but for everybody you're coming in contact with that day. Yeah. Cause you're able to show up more fully. 
yes. when you're when you're grounded and cleared. Other ways for clearing, I use nature to clear. So I know we talked about grounding, but nature will also transmute that that energy that you're releasing. So basically what you're releasing if you're clearing is lower energies or frequencies that aren't serving your highest good. Or things that aren't yours. Yes. Anything that's not mine or not yours. That, yeah. Let it go. You know, it's, it's true with nature though. I walk, I'm a water person. Like for me, water is very clearing, whether it's a bath or a salt bath or whatever. I'm a water person. So for me, when you mentioned nature, the very first thing I thought of is, ooh, taking a walk on the beach with the salt air mm -hmm. or taking a walk by a river or mm -hmm. wading into a lake. Like for me, water is the ultimate clearing. And I know that that's not for everyone. Like some people are light, some people are crystals because they come from the earth. But for me, water is where it's at. If I really need help, I'm in the, in, in a bath, in a shower, in a lake, in an ocean. In a river. Oh yeah. Epsom salt baths yeah. with uh, essential oils. Those, those are good. Now I'm too impatient for that. I don't take a bath with the Epsom salt, except very rarely it tells you a lot about me that I'm too impatient for that. Uh, <laughs> water may not be your thing. So that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the elements, right? Like some of you will open the window and air is going to be your jam mm -hmm. and it's going to come through the windows and it's going to blow over your body and you are going to feel so much better. And some of you will be like me, you know, and need water. And some of you will be earth-based, right? Where you're going to need something with earth. And some of you want to clear with a visualization of a flame because you're fire-based. It could be right? a flame or bright light moving through you. So we've got our grounding, we've got our clearing, but I think the next step is also pivotal too, because once you do that, you sort of need to, the next step is well, you call it shielding. I call I it call shielding. It, and I call, call it something it. different, but it's the same. Essentially it's like keeping yourself protected, I guess correct from picking everything up like you've gone to so much work to get rid of this stuff now we yes. want to like fancy you up and <laughs> make sure you don't pick it up again mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. Basically. or or not only not pick it up but leak it or leak you it yeah. let it go or give your energy away to other people or you know there are some people they don't mean to bless their hearts really i don't but they take your energy from you because they need it to because they didn't ground and clear. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, they needed to get through the day, but you need to keep it to yourself. Because <laughs> they didn't ground or clear. Yeah. So after you're done grounding and clearing, you're going to shield or protect or filter. And there's, mm -hmm. there's multiple different viewpoints on this, but the, but the idea of what Andrea is saying is it's so you don't let other people take from you. Mm -hmm. You don't take from other people. And it just sort of is that capstone piece. Right. And, and right? the taking, the taking is unintentional. Yeah. For the most part, I would say. For the say most yes. part. For mm -hmm. most, you know, not everyone, but for the most part, it's unintentional. So it's it's not like you have to walk around, you know, oh, I have to protect and shield myself. Or no, it's it's not that. It's again, it's just so how hygiene. do you shield for yourself? Because I had as an empath, I had a real I had a real problem with shielding and the way that I was doing it, because I'm a very literal person sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so when someone, you know, a lot of times I, I heard when I first started out, build a wall up, you know, so you can just whatever, or put a bubble up or put, mm -hmm. put some armor up or reflective surface or a shield or a, like an actual shield. And I was so good at my intention mm -hmm. that I was actually blocking my own light and cutting myself off. Mm -hmm. And so I had to rework that because I take things so literally, and I'm very good at manifesting things like that. I had to kind of rework it. But I know that your shielding is very different than like building a wall or putting up a whatever, you know what I mean? How does it work for you? Yeah. Without, without walking through, we're just going to talk about it without walking through today. So 
for me with the shield, it's the intention of it. So for instance, one of the intentions that I would give is the intention of this shield is to keep all negative energy on the outside, allowing positive energy in. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You want, you want good energy. You want things that are good for you to come through. You don't want to wall off the world. It's not helpful. Yeah. And when I first started, I was walling off. And now I think of it like a filtration system, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a coffee, coffee maker, right? So you put, you know, it's keeping the grounds and the grit in the filter, but it's giving me the, the beautiful essence of caffeine. <laughs> the coffee. <laughs> the good stuff is coming through, right? It doesn't mean that I can't see the grits. It doesn't mean that I'm ignoring the grits. It just means I'm not ingesting the grits, right? Um, <laughs> And so for me, very so, visual, so it is, well, right? <laughs> but, well, yeah, right. Um, and, and as an empath, like I, I will take on your stuff if I'm not careful. So I will clear your stuff for you. If you are ungrounded, I will ground you at the expense of my own grounding. If, if I'm not balanced, if I'm not taking care of myself or if the energy feels uncomfortable, I will, as an empath, have this desire or this nudge to clear your energy for you by taking it from you. Right. And, and over the years, I, I have learned that that is not the way to go. And so right. this I'm last it's not step helpful. Is, it's not helpful. So this last step is so pivotal for empaths because, because this is the step that's going to keep you from doing that. Right. This, mm-hmm. this is the step that says, okay, I see you are having a bad day and that your energy is all jacked up, but that is not my responsibility. You know, and, and, and I know I make that intention when I shield, when I filter, when I protect myself, that I'm not, I I make that agreement with myself that I'm not taking this on. So that's, you had talked about intentions that that is one of the intentions when I'm doing this step that I, I can see what's happening. I'm aware of it, but I'm not taking it on. I'm not pulling it onto myself, you know, because as an empath, I'm very prone to, to, to see, Oh, I see that. Let me fix it. Right. You know, and, and I think and, that's a lot. What, what shielding is, is it allows you to walk through the world, keeping your energy where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. keeping other energy that isn't helpful to you where it's supposed to be, but still connected and involved and interacting. And, and you want to flow energy back and forth. You don't want mm-hmm. to be in a vacuum. No, then really you're sitting it out. Yeah. Right. It's like, you've been benched and you don't want to bench yourself. You want the exchange, but in a healthy, balanced way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you know, that, that reminds me of, of one way of shielding, which is not, it's a little bit different than what we're talking about, but if you're having an interaction, I'm thinking of teachers or therapists or social workers, or even just use somebody in the grocery store where they would go to the grocery store again, <laughs> it's talking. Okay. Somebody in a bar, <laughs> I'd be in a music venue. Somewhere yeah. at a concert venue talking to you. Um, if you can picture yourself in this almost like a tube or a bubble, whichever you prefer, but a tube of this pink light, it's a softer pink light. What that does is it keeps you present for them, hearing everything they have to say, but it keeps their emotions mm, yeah. with outside of that pink color. Gives you light. the space right? Mm-hmm. Healthy space. It does. And so that healthy boundary, it's important when we're, when we're even, if, you know, if you're a nurse, any of those times you're going to be in the situation where someone is staring, staring, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it be challenging things for them and you want to be present without taking it on. 
Yeah. And I think that's what it comes back to. These these three things, grounding, clearing, shielding, it all comes back to emotional, spiritual, and energetic health. Yeah. Right. And and it doesn't matter if you're having a really great day and it doesn't matter if you're having a really crappy day. This is your go to. This is this is what Andrea and I do every morning when we wake up. Yep. It's one and, it's level one. And sometimes and on normal days where I'm not working, I do it before I go to bed. And sometimes I do it in between. <laughs> I, you know, but I take a, I I check in with myself because this is this is what keeps you healthy mm-hmm. on a spiritual and energetic and strong level. and strong. Healthy so that you can strong. show up fully as yourself, right? Yes. And, and so enjoy if you're, it. We want you to enjoy the adventure. Yeah. So if you're struggling to get clarity with your intuition, if you're, if you're struggling to, you know, work with the information you'd be giving, if you're, if you're feeling like life is just really hard, try this, try grounding, try clearing, try filtering. And I think you're going to notice that things just seem a little bit more manageable, right? Things seem a little bit more clear and the fog lifts. So we really appreciate you hanging with us while we chat about what we do during life's adventure. And we would love to hear about your experience. You know, how does grounding work for you? How does shielding work for you? How does clearing work for you? What are the techniques you use? And what other questions do you have about this? You can head on over to www.adventureswithspirit.com and submit your questions, submit your comments. We'd love to hear your stories. That is part of the adventure in life. So thank you so much for tuning in with us today and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventure with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous. Thank you.